They perform to sold-out crowds around the world. Multi-platinum and one of Ireland's most loved bands, The Coroners. Hey, Danny. How are you, Connor? I am good, my man. How are you? I'm actually so happy to be back promoting music <laughs> and back talking about releasing albums and it feels normal. I mean, we released an album in, in lockdown, obviously, we, uh, the last one came out there and we promoted it a bit and it was a lot of this Zoomy stuff and yeah. we did did what we could, but now it feels proper. Now we have the album coming in October, we have a full tour, we can do things properly to launch the album, to mark the album, you know, and lots of little gigs coming up and, and then obviously yeah. we're going on tour and then obviously we have the, the big shows in December, which we're excited about. So yeah, uh, no, it's, it's going to be... Time. Yeah, a busy few months ahead, but we're, we're buzzing for it. Like, And you guys are fresh off playing Electric Picnic at the weekend. Yeah, I it mean, was so good. Must be some buzz. 70,000 people. I mean, if you could if you could bottle that emotion and what everything feels like, what do you what do you put on the label of ingredients? How does it, that feel playing on a stage like that? It was crazy. It was crazy. Sort of like you just looked out and it there's just you just see heads and then it just goes on forever it looks fake like they just <laughs> it seems to be just i couldn't i've never seen such a big crowd like it was huge and they went so far back and it was just it was crazy and the gig went really well we got it was such a lovely day they were singing every word back to us it was it was really really just a magical day and uh it was so good to be back the whole the whole atmosphere of the whole weekend, I think everyone was just like, ah, we're back at a proper big, big, big festival. It's like the first one back, I suppose, since. And it's such, you know, on the build as well. There were so many great Irish acts. I think it was just a nice vibe around the place and mm-hmm. seeing a lot of people down there we knew and, and just having the crack. And yeah, it was, it was amazing. I went down the Friday just as a punter and went for it. Like, you know, it's camped. In, well, I didn't camp in a tent. I camped in a sleeper van, like <laughs> a, a, a camper van, like, um, so I can't, yeah, I didn't really slum it now. I was blessed, but uh, yeah, it was great fun down there. And then I came back Saturday and then went down and the weather was perfect and we got to play the show and it was just, it was amazing. So yeah, I'm still buzzing off it today, to be honest. I'm sure. Um, my girlfriends and I have started this lovely tradition around Christmas time. And that is heading to the Ulster Hall in Belfast to see the Coronas. What is it about these December shows in the Olympia and in the Ulster Hall in Belfast that make them so special because well, they I think truly are, aren't they? They they really are. But I think it's it's like it's what you said. That is what makes it special. It's become part of people's tradition. It's become part of piece, people's schedule. Oh, we must do something. What we do? I oh, will do something around Christmas. Let's go to the Crown. Is like like I, our bass player said the other day. We had an interview, and he's like, if you put those gigs on in April, they wouldn't sell like the same way at all. Like you know what I mean? It has to be at Christmas. It has to be those time of year. And it's, we're like the panto, you know. It's uh, <laughs> it's uh. Oh no, you're not. Uh, so yeah, it's one of those things where it's 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 just become it's become more more about the night out mm-hmm. than even the gig itself, and and they we're so blessed to be able to do them. And and as I say, it had been going on for a few years in the Olympia for us, but now it, with to having the Ulster Hall as well is just amazing because that's the first gig back after a world tour. Like it's on the fourth of December, and we're going to be knackered after driving around the world driving around America and then flying to Australia and then coming back and having that on the calendar. Oh, when we get back, it's the Ulster Hall and it's Christmas and it's the start of Christmas. It's just going to be something that will be really keeping us going. I'd say on the, on the tough drives in, in the middle of America, halfway through the tour when we're all wrecked, like that's the, the thought of the Ulster Hall will keep us going. You know? Yeah. And that's it. And you come home and December it's freezing, but when everybody packs into gigs like the Olympia and of course the Ulster Hall in Belfast, yeah. it's just, you forget, you forget about the weather outside. It's, and the Ulster Hall is, 
an incredible venue. It's one of our Absolutely. best, isn't it? Hundred percent. We play. We've been lucky enough to play there a few times now, and uh, yeah, it's an incredible venue. It just suits. It suits us for some reason. It suits our crowd and our gig, and they get really involved. And like the, even the people around the side are sort of on top of you, and yeah. everyone's singing along. And it's 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 just a beautiful venue, and and we always have great fun there as well. We we get so so nicely welcomed, and in just the room when you're on the stage, it feels like you can see the faces at the back of the room as well. Like you can spot people. Like even though it's a huge room, like it's yeah. that size venue, a bit like the Olympia where it's big but it's intimate enough and people are more than just watching a the show they're in the show you know yeah. and yeah and that, I think that's why it works so well you know yeah definitely 100% feel part of it totally agree with that Um, as you said Belfast Sunday the 4th of December tickets on sale tomorrow at 10am Um, so let's talk new music available yeah. today if you let me a beautiful song about reaching out to a loved one a friend who you can see when they're struggling with something. Yeah. And it's one of those, uh, one of those songs. It's almost when they might not even really want your help or they might not be ready to ask for it, but you're so like, you, you care about them so much that you just want to be like, Oh, all you need to do is see this. Like you're deadly and don't worry about mm-hmm. that thing. And I think what happened with the album, it, it got written in, in the, during the pandemic, obviously we'd released Trill of Weights and, and then we were like, well, what now? Everything's closed. And I just started writing. And I think a lot of the songs, I wouldn't call them depressing, you know, uh, lockdown songs as such, but they are sort of about relationships around people. I think I think everyone f- had someone in their lives who were struggling with things during the pandemic, whether it be relationships or whether it be just their circumstances in life or whatever. And, and you know, a lot of relationships were put under strain and all mm. this sort of stuff. And I just found myself sort of writing a bit about that and what was going on in my life. And, and I always just... Because I was like, will I write about the pandemic? Uh, how can I not? It's everywhere. It's so it's all consuming. And then I was like, well, why don't I just write about what I'm going through and in relation to the pandemic? And that's sort of, for the most part, what 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 it is. So it's 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 just yeah, how how the pandemic ended up affecting relationships and how it ended up thing you know and and different friendships and and even the band as well. I always write about the band as well and and try, us trying to be a good band or me trying to be a good singer, good writer, good person a good a better mate a better friend whatever it is so a lot of that sort of self-improvement stuff that that tends to show up in in my lyrics these days and also as i say that if you let me is one that's that's just you you your mate you can see that they're down and you just want to sh- give them a shake and just go you'll be all right like you know yeah um it's the latest single from time stopped which is out next month 7th of october 2020, obviously, yeah, in lockdown, we had True Love Waits reach number one in the Irish album charts. This is album number seven for you guys, right? Yeah. You clearly have the fire to keep doing what you're doing more than ever. Was there ever a time, even over lockdown or before that, and the band itself, obviously, you guys went through some changes too. Yeah. Have you ever lost that over the years? I had a, I had a moment of doubt when Dave left the band, for sure, where, yeah, so Dave was playing guitar with us up until sort of before True Love Waits came out, but he, he was involved in a few of those songs. You know, he'd written, co-written a few of those songs and then he decided to leave. So this sort of, in a way, feels like the first full album without him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but yeah, after he left, I, I felt like maybe that this was the beginning of the end type thing. And it was only after talking to the two boys and talking to Dave and he was very encouraging for us to keep going and we still loved it. And, we saw it as an opportunity. You know what? It'll make us sound different. It was like, yeah. it actually took pressure off us. It was like, because what we find is we don't want to keep doing the same sound and songs, the same 
same lean back on the same chord progressions that's why i write with a lot of different people these days and bring ideas to different people and I'm trying to, like, it'll always say on Corona's we have our three and a half minute pop rock songs. It's my annoying voice on the top talking about some sort of stupid relationship thing. But I mean, it, we do try and evolve it a little bit, album and album. And, and, and so straight away, it was almost like it was a bit of pressure off because well, we know this is going to be different without Dave. So let's just do follow our instincts and it'll still come up with something different. And, and we did that for True Love Waits. And, and I think I'm still finding that now almost, uh, a new wave of sort of creativity since Dave has left. And and I think that's just because it's still just like this new chapter or whatever. And I feel like we have a, and that comes in waves. Sometimes you don't feel it. When we, we, we lived in London for a few years, got signed to Island records. And after that didn't go well, and we came back and started our own label. I was a bit shook then. And that was another time where I was probably not really writing enough and maybe not as focused and not as creative and, and, and sort of, you know, I'm not seeing the future whereas even now like times time stops coming out october 7th and i'm starting for the first time this year to actually write a few songs for what i foresee as being album eight yeah. now they're very early days but there's just a couple of little ideas that are getting me excited and i know that's enough like you know as long as there's one or two things that you sort of like the sound of like that'll be enough to just get the get the you know get the waters running and, and i'd say it'll happen in 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 january february after all this touring because i don't not really the type of writer that writes too much on the road so i'd say january and february I'll, I'll lock myself away and start writing for the next one but we we do we just still love it like you know and we write with different people we write together in the band and we try and keep it fresh and i, I think i've developed a little bit of production skills over the lockdown as well which has given me an extra just a different flavor on my songwriting as opposed to always sitting down with acoustic guitar or piano I'm working a little bit more on 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 laptops and 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 just doing little different sounds and stuff, and it's just throwing me in a different. It was like in our first album, I wrote ninety percent of the songs on the acoustic guitar, and then as the albums went on, I started leaning more on the piano because that was making me write different sounding songs. Like yeah. you know, so I, whatever tools you can, I find that that sort of just excite you and keep you interested, and that's that's what I find, and and that's why writing with different people and and trying to. That's a really long answer to your simple question. Yeah, no, that's no, great. I'm rambling. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, it makes when I when I hear some of your songs for the first time, when I heard um of True Love Waits, when I heard LA at Night, for example, yeah. when I first heard that track, all I could think about was I cannot wait to see that live. Does yeah, that yeah. come into your writing and, and producing as well? I'm sure it does for, for the gigs and especially when you're standing on a stage at the weekend, an electric picnic, and you're thinking of these gigs coming up at Christmas. Playing them tracks live must be, you know, yeah. when, you're, when you're writing them tracks, must be a part of it, right? Hundred percent. With True Love Waits, especially that that sounded like a big album. Once we got Lar from All, All Twins playing guitar on it, it's just mm-hmm. a big sounding album, and we were always like, oh, "I can't wait to play this, play yeah. these songs live," you know. So we're almost promoting two albums on this tour because we never really got to tour that one properly. Mm-hmm. We done it. We did a few shows late last year, but so with this tour coming up now, we're probably promoting both albums, but. Um, yeah, definitely. Always we write and we're thinking of how we can improve the set. So that's that's something that comes back. Like if when I'm when I, when we're putting together the album, like oh yeah, that'll that'll help the set, or that'll do a job where this song isn't doing that well, or I'm sick of this song. That that new song will be perfect in its place, or whatever you know. And mm-hmm. and even we've gotten to play a few of the new songs, and it's such a relief when the new songs go down well. And you know we've we've 
we've gotten to play them a good few times now. You can see people singing the words back and stuff, and it's just like, oh, thank God, you know, because you want to promote them and you want them to fit in alongside yeah. the the older songs that people know. And so thankfully they do. And but that is it, trying to find the the right way of of getting them into the set and and improving the set. Yeah, because that must have been daunting enough for True Love Waits because you never really had that, did you? All yeah, of a sudden you're doing gigs and it's it's these new songs and you, you don't know what yes, you did the sessions, you know, online and everything else, but you know, not being able to to tour an album really. You only got to do a handful of gigs, I think, wasn't it? It must have been pretty daunting to go back on stage and here guys, here's here's our new songs. Exactly, yeah. And it, also creatively as well, usually on once I, I don't sort of get creative again until I get the last album out of my system and toured it loads and then I can write the next one. But for whatever way it happened, thankfully, with, with Time Stopped, I wasn't really thinking about writing an album. I was just writing because there was nothing else to do. Yeah. And all of a sudden we turned around and we had 14 or 15 songs and the lads were like, these are sounding great. Like, let's let's go do the next one and have it ready for when things come back. Like, and I was yeah. like, yeah, fair enough. We still have six months to do nothing. We might as well do it now and get it recorded and, and get it ready for when things come back. So that was uh, that was the plan. But usually, you know, you need to gig it and get it out of your system and, and nearly be sick of all the songs. Like, and then you want to go and write again. But as I say, I got... I got lucky, I suppose, in a way with time stopped, whereas the, the creativity just sort of kept coming. Well, it came in waves. There was parts where I didn't write anything over the lockdown as well. Mm-hmm. It, like it was it was different. Come, it co- tends to come in waves for me. Like, And I haven't written too much this year. But like, as I say, once I get one little idea, I start going, okay, maybe the next album might be might be down the road there somewhere. Like it's starting to take shape off in the distance over there. Like, you know, so yeah. it's uh, it's just the way it is for us. And we're we're... Yeah, we're buzzing to play to play the two new albums and as I say, get both of them out of our systems, you know. Yeah, I can't wait for the gig. Ulster Hall in Belfast, Sunday the 4th of December. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Before I let you go, our social media team have sent me over like quick fire questions. For, for um, yeah, no problem. So, summer or winter? Summer. How do you start your day? With a coffee. What's your favourite drink? Tea. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Favourite TV show? Game of Thrones. When are you most productive? When I lock myself away in Dingle in the depths of winter. <laughs> if you could be any animal, what would it be? Oh, I would be my dog, Jess, because she has a happy life. So I'd just be her. Not, not a dog, her specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. And if you weren't in a band, what job would you be doing? Uh, I'd love to have your job. That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, but I, any, I, I, uh, I don't know. I'd love to be a footballer. I love love football. I'm going playing five aside tonight, so I I think I'd I'd love to yeah I'd love to play for Man United or whatever. But I, in my dreams, maybe <laughs> enjoy. Well, enjoy football, Danny. Thanks so much. Always thanks a pleasure. Thanks up and uh, yeah, we'll see you in December. Thanks, me and Connor. Mind yourself, right.